0: everyone I'm Kathy Rogers and I'm Charity Rogers welcome to the macchiata moms at midnight podcast in this podcast we study a theme or passage of scripture in each episode and then we share what we've learned we do this in a way you can relate to and apply to your life and as moms we usually do that in a way that moms can relate to but this podcast is for everyone this podcast was created
1: out of our personal bible study times where we would find that things like mothering or wiping was getting us down and we would seek God's word and uh, try to encourage one another biblically and we realized that more people are looking for the same kind of encouragement we are. So we thought that we would record our findings and share them with you.
0: I hope you have your Bible and your coffee today because we're talking about patience. The hardest fruit to grow. And that's why it's taken us about how many weeks? How many months? months? <laughs> weeks, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, some some s- time. A period <laughs> of waiting. Yeah. To it's been hard coming up with notes for this one. Uh probably because we're still in the thick of growing patience. Yes. When you have kids under six and under, mm-hmm. it's there's a lot of patience. It's an everyday feat. Yeah. Yep. We
1: were <laughs> we were sitting here looking at our
0: notes and we were like, why did we put that in there? <laughs> What's the <laughs> What did we learn? <laughs> yeah. What have I learned? <laughs> so, yeah, disclaimer, just because we talk about this doesn't mean we're perfect at it and I would say I am probably one of the least patient people it's out seen. there. I'm just not I've never really been great with patience and uh God knows that and yeah. So, through this podcast, us <clears throat> learning and studying it. Hopefully we have grown a little bit in this area. Yeah. <laughs> you can ask our husbands and kids. Don't Don't ask my kids. Don't <laughs> ask, but yeah. you can if you want to. Yeah. Don't do it. So let's talk about why we should be patient.
1: We should be patient because God said God is God says he's patient.
0: God is. God is. patient. <laughs> <laughs> God is patient. Uh, and how do we know God is patient? Because he says he is. Where does he say he's patient?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Exodus 34,
1: 6 through 7 uh, says, The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin.
0: This is what God is saying to Moses about himself. This is one of my favorite all-time passages of scripture mm. because it's like what the earliest glimpse of you see who God really is and what his mm. character is. I didn't even know this existed until, like, I used to, before I studied the Bible on my own, I used to think that the Bible was, like, People things people said about God, kind of. Mm. I didn't really realize how much it's like Him telling you who He is. Him saying,
1: "Hey, shh, sh- 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 listen." Are to you my listening words. to what I'm saying to <laughs> yeah. you about who I am?
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that passage of scripture just shows how just completely amazing God is and, and how good He is. How good He is to us, yeah. But you did not hear the word patience. Mm-mm. That's because in this pas- passage, they're breaking it down to make like sense of I like it when they take a word and it's like they break it out and like you know oh that's what patience is because sometimes you hear patience and you're like patience is like patience you yeah. don't really think, think about, about what the word that means yeah. and merciful, slow to gracious. anger yeah. slow to anger is one of the biggest yeah
1: and I think like sl- well I feel merciful feel like and merciful and gracious. Is, I think that goes with yes. slow to like yeah. they all like one is just the foundation for the next one because it's that's like, what I think of yeah. when I, like, slow to anger. I am usually not gracious mm-hmm. if I am quick to quick anger. To anger. <laughs> yeah. I am very, like, hey. Do what I ask Do what right I now. tell you to do right now. <laughs> yeah. Or there will be no grace given. Yeah. Yes. Do not tiptoe this line. Yeah.
0: Or I will throw your stuff away.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is not a real glimpse into my life, guys.
0: <laughs> Pick up that toy right now or it goes in the garbage. <laughs> there's no grace <laughs> yeah. here there's oh, yeah. no grace in this house <laughs> and then, and
1: even like the ending i feel like the ending is my favorite part mm-hmm. forgiving iniquity and transgression sin or
0: and i like forgiving someone you have to have so much patience to forgive someone i just think this com- completely encompasses how oh, god, god has patience, patience with us, us mm-hmm. and how we have not all just been lit on fire yeah <laughs> like why we have it, it's because he is slow to anger yes um i what I was I don't know I was gonna say I
1: I feel like it's like the perfect segue into the next the like specific words yeah mm-hmm. um, and we should be patient as God is patient and so it's important to look into God's word and find out how He is patient and I think it's interesting because what what you just said a, a couple seconds ago about how it doesn't say patient specifically in the scripture and I feel like as we look through. Um, the scriptures that we picked, I think only one of them has the actual word patience in it. Yeah, I think that's kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's just also it shows, like we said at the beginning, it's the hardest fruit, and it, it is because it is so encompassing of all of your actions. Mm-hmm. And most of them, I know that like love comes first in the fruit of the spirit because you can't do anything without love, but patience also like. You can't do anything without without having patience. Yeah, patience
0: is a direct reflection of the love. Yeah. Like, if you love someone, you better better have patience patience with with them. them. Yeah. And, uh, just... I just really feel like... Because of... You can feel like you're patient in one area of your life, but how many people are actually patient in all areas of their life? Like, with money, and your kids, or your job, or... Driving a car. Are you patient when you're driving a car? I feel like I have very black
1: and white lines in my life of when I am patient and when I am not. And when I am patient, it's like I'm alone and I'm teaching myself something. And when I am not patient, it's when anyone else is around me and they have their hand in something that I have
0: my hand in (laughs) and we're doing together. Patience is such a like an intentional thing. Yeah. It can't just be something like, oh, I just happened to be patient with that person. It's like, no, you have to literally focus and be like, I am choosing to be patient
1: right focus now. Focus and choosing to be patient. Like when your kids are learning to talk yeah. and you know what they're trying to say and you want to finish mm-hmm. their sentence. But if you do that, they'll they never actually so learn to finish so their own sentence. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they'll say, that's not what I meant to say, but then mm-hmm. they'll repeat exactly what mm-hmm. you said to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I think that kind of like well that's got just parenting 101 right yeah. there like you want to do it for them yeah Because it's faster. To, because it's faster or because they won't do it right or because you want them to succeed mm-hmm. so you do it for them because a fear of them not doing it right or not succeeding and then but if you don't have patience with them and you do everything for them then they learn nothing enter in god and humanity people
1: saying why does god let this happen because he wants us to learn for ourselves, we are his children. He loves us, and he wants us to have good
0: and perfect things. Mm-hmm. But we just have to be nice to each other. And I guess. We, it won't mean it, it won't mean anything, anything or yeah. what it should if, if we don't, don't learn it on yeah. our own. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, my favorite part. We're gonna hop into it is the Hebrew words. Um, so there's two Greek words translated as patience in the New Testament, and I kept forgetting to ask uh, my boss how to pronounce them. So I'm just going to read them and we'll see what happens. I think
0: he did tell us <laughs> He once, did. Well, he told us was... once. It was
1: months ago. A
0: month. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was, it wow. was last month. <laughs> uh,
1: I think it's hupumon means um, a remaining under, as when like someone is bearing a burden. And it refers to um, steadfastness in difficult circumstances. And then Markov, uh Macrothmia? I don't know which is used in Galatians 5:22 which is the fruits of the spirit um it's a compound f- it's a compound formed by uh macros which is long and thumos, which is passion or temper so in Galatians long temper yeah in <laughs> Galatians 5:22 patience means to hold one's temper um holding your temper mm-hmm. as long as you can yeah um, which is
0: interesting. <laughs> Which when you've had five hours of sleep is not very long. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, that's why where the Holy Spirit comes in. Yes.
1: Um here we go from here. Uh this is gonna be like a kind of awkward and clunky thing because we're using a new recording system, fly, and I have no idea yet how to actually trim out small bits. Yeah. So you're going to get all of our small bits today. Yeah.
0: Just all to enjoy it. Yeah. Feel special. Yeah. It's um. bonus material. <laughs> that can be the There's spaces for you to pray. Selah. <laughs> yeah. Selah! <Sailor>. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, so let's read another verse.
1: Romans 2, 4. or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance.
0: Okay, so we talked about how it's supposed to teach us. So, hard things are supposed to teach us, and God gives us patience because of that. Like, he he gives us patience to deal with the hard things, but he also has patience with us so that we learn. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of different. It's saying now that God's kindness is, his kindness is his patience with mm-hmm. us, and that should lead us to repentance.
1: Yeah. Well, not yeah, and that, mm-hmm. uh, I think that the note that I had made at the bottom here was, mm-hmm. I feel like there was, and I did this because I was thinking of my past and thinking about how, like, when you first become a Christian, you're, like, developing those convictions, and you kind of, you don't really feel, like, some of the things that you're doing, you're like, well, I don't know if this is, like, I don't know yet if this is wrong or right, so mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to do it. And you kind of have that um, that disconnect between his patience and acceptance. Mm -hmm. And so you don't, you take his patience as acceptance of your current lifestyle and it's, it's not him accepting it. It's him waiting for us to realize that we are sinning and then turn to him with their repenting hearts. Um, And I feel like that's something we're supposed to do with our children. And that's something that is like that right there is my biggest downfall. Um, When they do something wrong (laughs) I want, I want, like, I want them to feel it sometimes. There are Mm -hmm. things that they do where I'm like, I want to bring you to tears. Yeah. (laughs) Because you made me so angry. Because I'm so angry
0: and that would make me feel better. (laughs) Yeah. But it doesn't make you feel better. (laughs) Because if you do end up, like, reacting in anger and making them cry, you immediately feel like the biggest jerk in the world. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I think that that is, like, one of the
1: important things that God does for us and that we're supposed to do for our children is that he does have that patience with us to just draw us closer to him in those times. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're supposed to do with our kids. Because I mean, if God was constantly like blowing up at us every time we would sin, for one, we might not be here because he's all yeah. powerful and the creator of all <laughs> the earth.
0: But for we sure we not be here.
1: it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a love based mm-hmm. thing that we had our relationship that we had with mm-hmm. him anymore. And that's that's kind of how it would be also with our children if they come to us when they're doing something wrong and we don't have the patience to just like talk it out with them and help them to just like really work through and reflect on where their like mess up was. They're not going to want to come to us Mm -mm. the next time that they Mm -hmm. mess up and then things are going to get messy because when they mess up, they're either going to try to fix it by themselves and probably make it messier or ask um, a friend to help fix which whatever the situation is, help. which probably isn't going to be great <laughs> yeah. because I mean they're kind of on the same maturity mm-hmm. level, and you don't know if that friend is a Christian or mm-hmm. whoever they're going to, so they aren't going to. They get might just go the to somebody else. Advice. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. <clears throat> they might not get the biblical advice that you would want. Mm -hmm. them to have and that is something that scares me and Mm I like there are times where I do blow up and then I have to go back and Mm -hmm. I have to apologize Mm -hmm. and I have to say like I'm sorry Mm -hmm. that I didn't let you tell me how you felt or what happened before I immediately jump to the conclusion in the punishment Mm -hmm. and a lot of
0: times like the punishment it is it isn't even necessary they already feel bad enough yeah yeah it's like punishments should be saved for like capital offences <laughs> like ones where they like either. Deliberately they're not repentant, disobey or they deliberately do something yeah. that they you know they know is wrong or like something that like they are there's like a natural consequence for it or like yeah. there's a consequence that makes sense. A lot of the time as a parent I want to like give my kids a consequence for everything. Yeah. When it's like that doesn't even make sense for this Yeah. yeah. So it's like that just makes them think, man, my parents are ridiculous or yeah. something like that or you know, reacting in anger and saying, you have to have a consequence so you learn a lesson. There are instances where that not reacting in anger, having a consequence makes sense, but there's also instances where you are like, this is an opportunity to show you God's grace. Grace, And I love that Like having the
1: natural consequences, I feel like that's God's like safety net for parents and Mm -hmm. gift to us to be able to show them grace. (laughs) Because he's like, I'm going to totally let them screw this up, and that's going to be the consequence. And you just sit back and be like, Oh darn! Can we talk about it? Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: let's talk about how we could have done that. differently. Yeah, how
1: you could have done that differently. Yeah. And I feel like that is one of the hardest disconnects there as well. Like you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, you you want to do it for them because you want them to succeed. Yeah. So as a parent, you don't want them to fail mm-hmm. because you you don't want to see them hurt. Yeah. And so when when you're like, when you're in that moment and they're they are screwing up, you don't want to let them, and you want yeah. to like just have it be this perfect thing for them continually. And you can't do that. Yeah, you can do that. And natural consequences. I mean, I. I am excited for my kids to have natural consequences. (laughs) I'm excited to just be like, oh shoot, look at what you did. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. What are you you going to do? And I feel like in that, like God gives us that. What are Mm -hmm. you going to do? And it's so hard to like separate ourselves from our kids, because a lot of times, like we think, for whatever reason, parents think that their children like are their accomplishment, Mm -hmm. and I think. In a sense,
0: they, they find are, their value, but in their kids.
1: Yes, and I am not. I am mm-hmm. going to have very little effect on what my children grow up to do yeah. with their lives. Yeah. Like they that's something they're gonna have to decide. They're gonna make their own choices. They're gonna make their own choice. Mm-hmm. I did not grow up telling my mom that I wanted to work at a church, and that's <laughs> what I do now. It's like that, and that's and not, she not something she ever up, yeah, telling you. Tell me She's like, like no, you I want should you to work be a at a doctor. church. Her. yeah that was never anything yeah. that they did so that like i feel like that's a great natural consequences are a great opportunity to show god's patience and like a great mm-hmm. way
0: for parents to well, really essentially see, like, where they can see growing. their need for god exactly like if you take away every opportunity where they could be hurt yeah or mess up they're not going to see their sin and then they're not going to see their need. Mm-hmm. And then they're not going to need Jesus. Well, and even like my natural consequences, yeah. I feel like
1: still show me my need. <laughs>
0: yes. Like, well, and even our impatience can reflect to your kids of why you need Jesus. So yeah. that's one thing where there's grace. <clears throat> Is if you are impatient in a moment, that's where you get to go to your kid and tell them to apologize. Like if you're being ridiculous, apologize and then A prime example is with me and my daughter this morning, actually. No. It was either this morning or yesterday. What? Sometime this week. (laughs) I, pretty much all week. (laughs) (laughs) But I was very impatient with her. I think it was this morning. Because I tell her, please hurry up. And she does not change her pace. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She doesn't change her pace at all. And so, I just, like, was, okay, Elise, I was getting frustrated with her. She wouldn't pick out what shoes she wanted to wear. And so I just got super frustrated because I was putting shoes on. They're too tight. So I just threw the shoe. And that was an exact, a direct, like, example of being impatient and just totally immature. Like, what? <laughs> I'm a grown woman. Why am I throwing a shoe? And so I was stressed because we were running late. And I let her sleep in because she was up late the night before. And so, in the car, we get in the car, that's like, those are always my moments of, like, let's talk mm-hmm. about God. I don't know why. It's just in the car, and that's here. where we talk. I'm oh, to school. <laughs> yeah. Same here. And so, I just got the opportunity to tell her that, you know, when I, it was being impatient, that was sinful. And when I'm being impatient, then there's no peace. Is there? And she goes, no. And so I said, so you see that if I act like Christ, if I act like Jesus wants me to, then that's where the peace comes from. The peace doesn't come from, you know, just out of nowhere most of the time. There are times where God will give you that peace just to come for Mm -hmm. comfort. But, like, if I am in the midst of sin, there will be no peace. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's when I stop and, like, instead of reacting in the impatience, I have patience. Mm -hmm. Then I go and I say, God, help me have patience. Then there comes peace. It's like all interconnected. And Mm -hmm. I was able to show her that. And I was like, just like when you don't obey your mom and dad, then (laughs) get your shoes on or hurry up. No, I just said, and then when you don't obey your parents, I didn't bring up anything that was happening that morning. Then you don't really feel peaceful either, do you? And she's like, no. And so I'm like, see, that's a direct correlation to why god knows better than us mm-hmm. <laughs> he's telling us to act a certain way so we have peace and joy that's a, one of my favorite
1: things to do is when it's not my favorite thing because mm-hmm. my kids are not obeying me when it's <laughs> happening
0: but i i love adding
1: i always when they're not doing what i ask them to do i always ask them to tell me what the commandment is what mm-hmm. what jesus said, or mm-hmm. what god says about what you should do to, for with yeah. your parents and they always say obey your mother and father and i make i have started making them say because it will go well for, oh, for you. you and i'm like yeah. that means that it we will be at you. peace our relationship yeah. will be at mm-hmm. peace you won't be
0: in trouble mm-hmm. i won't have to keep you and in trouble and there won't be turmoil but, like, yeah a lot of the times when kids disobey their parents there's also inner turmoil going on mm-hmm. so it's like you'll be well in your soul yeah you won't feel like at discord <clears throat> With the world essentially, like because mm-hmm. your parents are your world when you're little, and so it's like when you're disobeying your parents and you're hurting the your relationship with your parents, it's like your world your just feels, world yeah, Crumbles. Yeah. yeah, and you just feel kind of distraught and yeah. At least it does at least like yeah. When mm-hmm. we are not on the same page and she has to go to her room, that she is very very, very upset. Very... Luca,
1: if Luke. Yes. If Luca gets sent to timeout, it is like I have smacked her. Like mm-hmm. it sending her to timeout like is like a physical her. beating mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. her. And she mm-hmm. that separation for her mm-hmm. she absolutely hates, which is hard because I haven't come up with anything like better. Yeah. Than a timeout for
0: her. But I mean it kind of is a good correlation to God when yeah. we sin. And we are caught up in our sin. He doesn't necessarily separate, separate himself, himself from us, but like, we do yeah, are distant can, from him. Yeah. There is a wall then, until we go and we repent. So it's just like that, like that's a direct way of saying, this is how, this is what happens when you mm-hmm. sin against anybody and mm-hmm. God or a friend or your parents, mm-hmm. and you're sinning against us by obeying disobeying, mm-hmm. and so then it's that creates both strain in like our relationship. Crap. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm angry and you're angry and there's no peace. <laughs> yeah, but this kind of ties in. The scripture ties in to what we're saying here about how God's patience brings us to repentance. Mm-hmm. So, um, the Lord is not slow to fulfill His promise, as some count as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Mm-hmm. So that's 2 Peter 3, 9. I'm not sure if I said it or yeah, not. Yeah, no, but. you didn't. But
1: that is, that really does tie in because that kind of makes me feel like what I said about like sometimes, I'm going to have to write that down mm-hmm. somewhere. Sometimes I want them to feel bad. Yeah. Like I yeah. I want
0: you to mm-hmm. perish. With tears. Yes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because you have made me so Well, I'm sure there's
0: sometimes God's like, I want to remove you from the earth. Yeah. Well, he said that. (laughs) Yeah. He
1: has done that. that. He's done (laughs) that.
0: Yeah. And then after that, he's like, man, you guys are driving me nuts. But but he doesn't. He is patient. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel like that also shows that we can have this justifiable anger within us of our kids sinning against us. And it's justifiable in the sense sense that they are sinning. Of the feeling, not the action. Not the reaction. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's hypocritical when we have that feeling because how often do we sin against God? (laughs) But but it's a natural reaction. It shows that that God has that reaction also. But it's what you do. Do you react in that anger? Or do you have patience? And the patience is what, if you are patient with your kids... Or patient with a coworker because they're mm-hmm. doing something. It's like that then gives them the opportunity to reflect, see, see that, that love, love. and mm-hmm. then choose whether they're going to come to you and ask for forgiveness. I
1: think that that, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that... It went. It was there and it left. <laughs> I think that that is gone. <laughs> that is... That is gone now. Yep. You'll think of it I'll edit. think of it and then we'll have to
0: retract and come back. <laughs> rewind. And <laughs> then It won't. But fit. except for we can't rewind. Yeah, we can't. We can't I don't know this. how to edit yet. But we do have intro music, you guys. So this yes. is exciting. It's who needs to edit when you have intro music? We have an intro <laughs> We have we have arrived. <laughs> um so moving on. Back to uh That's one way, reason why I feel like God is, for us in our life, is saying grow more patience is because, um, that's going to point your kids to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And also, it'll just be more peaceful in your life. Yeah. Anyone. 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 Exactly. This isn't just about kids. This is, this can apply to anyone. It can apply to patience that you have with somebody at the grocery store or your coworkers mm-hmm. like I said earlier or your other family members who may not know Christ um I think that when we have patience people will notice that like especially if we have patience in a circumstance where that person does not deserve it yeah like they reacted in a way they reacted in anger and then you're patient and kind with them, mm-hmm. they're like, "What? What are you doing? What?" Yeah, it totally can change the tone of it. It diffuses. Yeah. Pretty much the like there is a scripture. I don't know the exact wording, but it's like, um, any like time you're in an argument with somebody that has anger, then <clears throat> showing them love that's going to pretty much stop that and yeah and Mm -hmm. I've seen that like with my mother-in-law she did that once with a patient who came in and he was very angry justifiably angry because Mm -hmm. of how he was treated by some or his wife was treated by a doctor and um Debbie just said I am so sorry that is not okay Mm -hmm. that somebody that that happened to her and he, like, teared up and was like, oh, my gosh. Thank I was you. not expecting that. Yeah, yeah. He was, like, ready for people to That's not right. admit yeah. their mistakes. or I mean, it wasn't even her. It's not a doctor she works with, and it wasn't even her <laughs> fault at all. But she, like, the Holy Spirit just showed her that he wasn't going to stop being angry mm. unless there was, like, just... Pride removed. Yeah, And motivation. she had patience in the sense <laughs> that she didn't, like, just, she was slow to anger, slow slow to anger, anger.
1: with them. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um, okay, we're going to go into our next scripture, and it is 1 Timothy 1, 12 through 17. Um, I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he judged me faithfully, appointing me to his service. Though formerly I was a blasphemer, persecutor, and an insolent opponent... To the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, and the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Mm -hmm. I just have to put this out really fast. I love how some of the scriptures, like it's not meant to be a prayer, but they say amen Mm -hmm. at the end. And it's kind of, it just makes me feel like every time that they like were talking to God, they were so overcome with like, like Mm -hmm. just wanting to worship him. That they couldn't help but like turn it into a prayer, or
0: like because th- he's r- writing a letter to Timothy, Paul. And yeah. so it's like in the middle of his letter, he is like so overcome mm-hmm. with like Much just love, thankfulness, and yeah. love that he's like, I gotta put an amen in here, amen, yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I love those people, <clears throat> and I want to be one of these people mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, where you're talking like they're talking to you about something. And they just, like, pause and they're like, oh my gosh, God, you are so good. Yes. And just, like, talk to God real quick and then middle yeah. the what they're saying <laughs> to you. It's so
1: awesome. Uh, yeah. And I, I I, love just the the picture of God's patience in this mm-hmm. scripture of not judging our past, but wanting to use it when we turn to him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is, uh, this one, this scripture, like, hits me hard. And I, I want to memorize it so badly, mm-hmm. but there's yeah. so many, like, odd word like, con- yeah. like conjecturing words mm-hmm. put in there that I'm like ah! They're always going to trip me up but it's one of those things where I want, I want to be used by God and every once in a while I'll think like I, I'll have a good streak where I'm like oh man God's totally working this in my life and allowing me to speak into somebody else's life and then I get that like remember what you did last summer and by last summer I mean like 12 summers ago <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like I always get tripped up by my past and I think that those things are like too bad to be yeah. used
0: and uh, mm-hmm. but and, really that just shows God's perfect yeah
1: and you. but it's so crazy how that can get mm-hmm. twisted and like I take like him saving me from those things and him allowing me to to use those experiences and to mm-hmm. those actually to for those experiences that were bad in the time and mm-hmm. sinful to be something that I can like now go forth and like Bring people who are in that situation to his kingdom and like show them how like them the emptiness God of what has been that is. With them. Exactly, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I just feel like it is a. It's a great scripture for just how his patience it like heals us and it saves us and him having that patience and allowing us to use those things. Um, it makes me want to
0: cry. <laughs> <laughs> it makes your very very humbled yes and grateful yes yeah.
1: and that um just bringing that back to our kids I feel like we've touched on this point a lot but I love how they say acting ignorant ignorantly and in, in unbelief and I feel like a lot of the things our kids do it's not necessarily unbelief but I don't actually know the definition of that word so if we look up the actual definition <laughs> it might be but they don't they just uh, they ignorance. act with like ignorance mm-hmm. yeah and <clears throat> they can't they don't always like have all of the knowledge necessary and all mm-hmm. the information necessary to make the best decision and when they act out in those moments we like i feel like they're like they're fire. Mm-hmm. their brains are just firing and what is it it's like it's a crazy amount of thoughts that kids have like every minute
0: yeah
1: like how quickly it's saying mm-hmm. the electrons are, are still developing yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so they're just like Reaching up, picking one, mm-hmm. and they're like, "This is the." One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're not; they don't actually think about all of it. Yeah. And uh, we get to display that patience when they're acting out mm-hmm. in that, because, like you said earlier, having that patience is where their are frontline for christ and when we have that patience when they're acting in that Mm -hmm. ignorance or unbelief i feel like those are such harsh harsh words (laughs) ignorance it is ignorance versus unbelief because
0: as children they do not fully understand Understand. Mm -hmm. who god is and they cannot fully understand just because they haven't lived lived life life. yeah (laughs) there does come a point and i think it's probably in high school where or depending on how mature the person is, yeah. but it does. There is come a point where you know what is right and what mm-hmm. is wrong. You know what is God and what is not. Mm-hmm. And so when you choose deliberately to do things out of unbelief, mm-hmm. that's where. But ignorance, <clears throat> it's like they don't fully grasp yeah. God yet. Like, yeah. they just can't. Yeah, they, they can't grasp it.
1: That's one of the big things I've been working on with Luca lately is, because every once in a while she does a lot she'll just do something, and I'm like, did you even think about that <laughs> first? And she'll it? say no, like, she'll be honest, mm-hmm. and she'll tell me no, and I'm like, you get to stop, like, mm-hmm. right now you have all of the time in mm-hmm. the world yes. to you actually stop can. and think about yeah. your action mm-hmm. and be like, is this what God wants me to do? Yeah. Or is this what my selfishness and yeah. my, like, or humanity if, am just want, wants Am I to just do? reacting
0: and not even yeah. thinking? And
1: Yeah, and, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. been, like, the first question I have been trying to ask her now when she does disobey is, did you stop and think about that? And if she says no, I'm like, well, let's go back. Yeah. What would you have done if you would have stopped and thought about yeah. it? If you could have a do over. Yeah. Um, but I love the wording in there, um, as an example to those who were to believe in him, mm-hmm. and that's just really like implying and backing up that that their their belief is hugely uh hinged on us showing mm-hmm. them Christ likeness. Mm-hmm. and i love that and it also scares me because there are times where i am not showing them christlikeness because i am human mm-hmm. and i have to be humble enough and also patient enough to forgive or not to forgive but to ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. and, I've, and patience is a big part of that too because there's times where like it's just like they're messing up and I'm reacting. They're messing up and I'm yeah. reacting and we have to go to the next thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't I should apologize, but I don't have time for
0: that. I don't <laughs> have time. We don't have time for those reconnecting moments. Uh, those reconnecting and then the moments, moments, are... moments lost. Yes. But it's like it's not especially at this age, you can't go back like in the evening and be like, you know, this morning and they're like, No, no. I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't remember that. No. But um one and I guess the ignorantly it does I had acted ignorantly in unbelief, so as an adult. His unbelief makes him act ignorantly, Because yeah. he doesn't he doesn't truly know God know God yet, yeah, and yeah. so then he ignorantly reacts to things mm-hmm. as a sinner, mm-hmm. but when we do know God, then our belief shouldn't have us acting wisely <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: i and mean, I feel like that like that's always my disconnect too, is I feel so when I think of like my past. I have a lot... There were a lot of natural consequences that happened because of the choices I made. But when I think about, like, if I was to have a scale and I was to put, like, God's love for me on one side and my mistakes on the other, I feel like my mistakes, like, are forever going to outweigh his Mm -hmm. love for me. And, like, mistakes plus the consequences that... Mm -hmm. natural consequences that I had from those mistakes and i always feel like like that's mm-hmm. just always going to weigh more and i that it just feels like when i think about it i'm like there has to be a consequence mm-hmm. that i have now because those natural consequences sh- couldn't have been enough to like make me worthy and <laughs> yes there was a there consequence was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah. and that's what i feel like
0: you discredit mm-hmm. christ when you have, have that pattern, yeah.
1: yeah, but and I that's why I love the like really pointing out that you did act in ignorance and those things mm-hmm. that I was doing they were in ignorance mm-hmm. and like that is I don't want to say get out of jail free card,
0: but or j- get out
1: of free jail, or jail free card was Jesus, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you already
0: have one of
1: those, yeah, but that mm-hmm. and it was ignorance because I didn't mm-hmm. think I thought that I was only I was only affecting myself mm-hmm. well things that I, w- I was doing only could hurt me and mm-hmm. i mean if i was in control of what was happening to me then did it really matter
0: yeah like i'm okay eternally it happens, did it, like, it matter yeah. Yeah, yeah if
1: i'm okay with it then mm-hmm. why the frick doesn't matter if yeah. everybody else isn't okay yeah. with
0: it so one thing um. i just think about is like this is satan's like number one goal for people who become christians like he's like crap they've already
1: they, they have believe- already
0: yeah turned the tied but how do i keep Keep them them from Mm -hmm. helping other people turn Mm -hmm. to christ and he said oh i know i'm going to make them wallow Wallow in all of their past mistakes Mm -hmm. because now they know how horrible they are Mm -hmm. or were Mm -hmm. and so i'm going to make them focus on that instead of realizing that that the price for that was paid Mm -hmm. and that it's on christ and then also using that to tell people hey I am free mm-hmm. of the, all of my mistakes and you can be free too because they don't feel free. Yeah. So they don't tell people that they're free. They feel like they're stuck to their past. Yeah. And that's like, that's what Satan's goal is. Yeah. He, he wants to distract us. Well, and I, I love just this
1: scripture. It's been a couple months now since he's had this hanging up and I have been, I think about it all the time because mm-hmm. I see it multiple times a day. And I have it written at home. And like what you just said, it's like that Satan wants you to hang on your past, Mm -hmm. even though you are forgiven because you don't live fully to the potential that God wants you to Mm -hmm. after you've accepted and realized Mm -hmm. what he did was for you. And it washes that away. And this just coming to fruition in my life. A few weeks ago, I saw one of my ex-boyfriends. And when he was asking me about what I did now... I wasn't ashamed because I work at a church, but my past was making me ashamed to say, now I work at a church. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of feels like when you say it to someone who is still living that life,
0: like... They're going to look at you as a hypocrite.
1: Exactly. You know? Yeah, and like, they're like, of, of course you're a Christian now. Yeah. Like, of course that's what you're going to say to make yeah. up for all the things that you've yeah. done. Got
0: to be good now
1: because yeah. you weren't then. <laughs> and it it was not... And that, like, when I, I was like wrestling with myself to like spit the words out that I work in church and I was just thinking of what his reaction was going to be when I said it and I decided to go ahead and say it anyway and when I said it it was not at all the mm-hmm. like the I don't know what I don't know if I thought he was going to shame me but mm-hmm. like it wasn't the reaction that I thought he was going to yeah, have and he was actually like he was for sure shocked mm-hmm. but he was shocked in like a how did how yeah. way like yeah. not like a yeah. no way way but like, like a how do you have this freedom now and it like way. reflects
0: it makes him reflect on like if she can you know turn from that and be a better person then maybe I can maybe too. I can't do yeah and I don't
1: know I don't and like that's what's so great is I have no idea if I am going to see him again mm-hmm. or if this conversation is going to like even do like if I'm ever going to get to be yeah. a part of the conversation yeah. anymore but saying it, and then seeing his reaction, and then, like, leaving, could I knew yeah. that God wanted me to say it. Mm-hmm. And I felt at such peace, like, yeah. saying it, yeah. and then seeing his reaction, and knowing, like, he's
0: going to be thinking like about Like, you could that. have just said, I'm an administrative assistant, yeah. or something. But, if you did that, you just would have say. been thinking, why did I do that? Yeah. Like, it's, what, what <laughs> kept me from what saying kept me from from church. a church? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. So... I love that scripture. There's just so much in that. So if you guys want to, like, study that, because it is a pretty big scripture, and, like, you could totally break that down. 1 Timothy 7. 1, 12 through 17. Yeah. I know we already said it, but that's a reminder. That is my son coughing. <laughs> <laughs> he woke up.
1: Nothing new on this podcast, though. <laughs> yeah. Johnny is our... is our, uh... Late night bouncer. Yes. <laughs>
0: So, I think we will wrap it up. We have one chunk of scripture left. Yeah, but it's... And um, I want to read it because I just think it kind of shows God's perfect patience mm-hmm. pretty much in this chunk. So, we'll wrap it up with this one. What if God, desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power, has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction? Vessels of wrath are non-believers, people who are evil. And then, in order to make known the riches of his glory for vessels of mercy, that's us, Christians, which he has prepared beforehand for glory. So, breaking this down, my interpretation of, our vessels of wrath are people who are evil. God has endured them. So the, when people say, why is there why are people who are evil, or why is there evil allowed in the mm. world? God has endured that with patience for the time where they will be destroyed in order for us, the vessels of mercy, to see his glorious nature and Mm -hmm. for people to turn to him. Um, And then also, he he does also endure for us. He endures for us so we can see his nature. So, I just thought that was such a perfect, like, Mm -hmm. just example of how god he could easily destroy this the evil people and people want to say why is there evil in the world if god is real but he chooses to endure so that everybody can turn to him so Mm -hmm. that everyone can see his glory and see his true nature when he doesn't have to he could easily eradicate it yeah but if he eradicated some evil people You'd have to also eradicate <laughs> us. Yeah. Because we're also... Evil Evil sounds like such a strong word, but it, it really yeah. just means sinful. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone In sin is evil. evil. To an extent.
1: Yeah. So I think uh, things that we learned. Um, it's really important to be patient. Yeah. And it's also really, really hard. Mm-hmm. But luckily, God is patient with us so that we can yeah. have his patience. Yep. He's patient. He, he models it for us so that we can
0: mm-hmm. model it for others. Yes. And I think we need to point out that the biggest part of this is using the Holy Spirit to Mm -hmm. be patient. Like, it's not going to be you being patient in your own strength. It's not like you starting to have a grinding teeth disorder because you're being patient. It's you literally letting go of your anger and giving it to God so that you can be patient with whatever situation has come your way. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't. Do it in your own strength, but you'll probably end up with really bad tension headaches. <laughs> tension headaches and
1: uh, teeth that are grounding. chipping,
0: <laughs> chipping. Chipping. Yeah. Very weak. Yeah. And yeah. loss of hair. Yes. <laughs> Just, you'll be bald all, and toothless. All around bad health. <laughs> yeah, and you will not have peace. Yeah. When you let the Holy Spirit help you, then you get peace along with it to work through those mm. times where you don't feel patient.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We'll oh. see you in the next one, which will be about kindness, love, peace, patience, kindness. I think so. Think so. Hmm.
0: That'll be a fun one. That will be fun. I like kindness. It sounds so cheerful, like <laughs> yeah. a little My Little Ponies. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll write a, we'll write a kindness ditty. Yeah. Or just sing, <laughs> sing for you. Or we'll just randomly come up with it. Yeah. You know us. We like to sing. Yes. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey everyone i'm kathy rogers and i'm charity rogers welcome to the macchiata moms at midnight podcast in this podcast we study a theme or passage of scripture in each episode and then we share what we've learned We do this in a way you can relate to and apply to your life, and as moms, we usually do that in a way that moms can relate to, but this podcast is for everyone. This podcast was created
1: out of our personal Bible study times, where we would find that things like mothering or wiping was getting us down, and we would seek God's word and uh, try to encourage one another biblically, and we realized that more people are looking for the same kind of encouragement we are. So we thought that we would record our findings and share them with you.
0: Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Rogers. And I'm Charity Rogers. Welcome to the Macchiata Moms at Midnight podcast. In this podcast, we study a theme or passage of scripture in each episode and then we share what we've learned. We do this in a way you can relate to and apply to your life, and as moms, we usually do that in a way that moms can relate to, but this podcast is for everyone. This podcast was created out of our personal Bible study
1: times, where we would find that things like mothering or wiping was getting us down, and we would seek God's word and uh, try to encourage one another biblically, and we realized that more people are looking for the same kind of encouragement we are so we thought that we would record our
0: findings and share them with you. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Rogers. And I'm Charity Rogers. Welcome to the Macchiata Moms at Midnight podcast. In this podcast, we study a theme or passage of scripture in each episode, and then we share what we've learned. We do this in a way you can relate to and apply to your life, and as moms... We usually do that in a way that moms can relate to, but this podcast is for everyone. This podcast was created
1: out of our personal Bible study times where we would find that things like mothering or wifing was getting us down and we would seek God's word and uh, try to encourage one another biblically and we realized that more people are looking for the same kind of encouragement we are, so we thought that we would record our findings and share them with you.
0: Everyone, I'm Kathy Rogers. And I'm Charity Rogers. Welcome to the Machiata Moms at Midnight Podcast. In this podcast, we study a theme or passage of scripture in each episode, and then we share what we've learned. We do this in a way you can relate to and apply to your life, and as moms, we usually do that in a way that moms can relate to, but this podcast is for everyone. This
1: podcast was created out of our personal Bible study times where we would find that things like mothering or wiping was getting us down, and we would seek God's word and uh, try to encourage one another biblically, and we realized that more people are looking for the same kind of encouragement we are, so we thought that we would record our findings and share them with you.